Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankiewicz, a registered dietitian nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to talk about this idea of how do you stay on track with your health goals, especially during this busy holiday season when your brain may be going to just crazy negative thoughts. They could be things like, what am I doing? Why am I trying to achieve these goals when it's so busy? It feels so hard. I'm never going to be able to achieve the things that I want. Maybe I'll just wait until um, January and I'll be much more effective and be able to do it. And that's not true. So that's why I wanted to talk about this today. So much of our health journey is based on some of the things that we tell ourselves and the negative thoughts that are there. Before we start the episode or dig deeper into the episode, please share this episode with anybody that you think would benefit from hearing this. The goal of this podcast is to normalize what it looks like to be on this health journey. Um, so much of what's out there makes it, makes it seem so easy and that once you know what to do, you just do it. When in fact, there's a lot of other shit that gets in the way. And so, you know, the more you share, the bigger we can grow this podcast, the better we can help more women like you really normalize this idea of being healthy and what it looks like. So how we decided or how I decided to talk about this idea today was that I'm reading this book by Dr. Russ Harris and it's called The Confidence Gap. Now, this book in particular is about, mm, it's really about like, you know, not waiting to feel motivated or confident. The way that you can gain confidence is by just starting and taking action. But so much of the book, I felt like they talked a lot about negative um, thinking. And I don't know if you're like me, but I think that for me, I go to this like place like, oh, I'm supposed to be thinking positive all the time. And I don't really like, I just think that my brain probably goes to like positive and then every once in a while I have a negative thought, right? But what we talk about, what what he talks about in this book, I didn't write the book, he wrote the book, is that it's totally normal not to have positive thoughts all the time. And that in fact, our brain has a survival mechanism that actually focuses on the negative first. And I don't know why that was so profound for me. And it was actually a relief for me. So I found that if I'm feeling this way, perhaps you are too. So again, why I wanted to talk about this was that we failed to anticipate so many of the obstacles along the way and our negative thoughts are something that naturally flood our brain. Yet I think so many people and so many of us women think that that's like we shouldn't be thinking that. And so... Some of the things that I didn't realize was that our mind is always going to go to negative, that we are, that it's okay to have those negative thoughts. And then it's probably easier just to diffuse them, the negative thoughts, than fighting with them. And maybe that's something that you do too, is to try to, to fight with them in order to get, you know, get what you get to where you need to go. As a reminder, before we start this episode, I am not a mental health professional. So if you want or need more information about the techniques used 
or if you feel like you're in a place that you need someone to help you challenge any of the negative thoughts that you have, I encourage you to seek out a mental health professional. As you all know, I use a mental health professional and have for many years. And I find that it's very helpful when you're on your health journey to have somebody that you can kind of talk to about some of the things that you may be experiencing. So what I, what I also think is so interesting about this health journey is that many of us experience negative thoughts, which then in turn lead us to stop moving forward with the goals we desire, and therefore we're not able to achieve the life that we desire. And when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care journey, negative thoughts get in the way and may tell us like, hey, you can't do it. You're really silly for thinking that you that you could do it or that it's even a reality for you. But I started thinking that maybe this idea of knowing that these things are going to naturally pop up into our head and anticipating them instead of being surprised when they come our way, that maybe we can have some like pre-made or like some blanket statements or something that we can like, I think it's when you anticipate that something's going to happen, it's much easier to deal with it because you kind of have some experience at, um, you have some experience at navigating that and then it will allow you to stay on track of whatever your health goals are and not become derailed by the negative thoughts. So instead of, you know, giving them so much power, maybe there's a way that we can disempower them and the effect that they have on us. By having any of the negative thoughts that we have, you know, I think that a lot of times what we do is we justify why we can't actually achieve the thing that we really, really want. And so what I found to be really helpful in, in, in really digging through with this is that knowing that there is this negative bias or this negative effect that has been studied by researchers. And so basically what that is saying is that it is normal to have negative feelings and it's normal for situations where if there's a positive and a negative thing happening at the same time, what's going to have a more significant impact on your psyche and your psychological state is going to be the negative, the negative thing that you experienced. So for instance, if you've had a really great day, you've that it's been full with really positive experiences, but then something negative happens, whether somebody said something negative about you, you felt something that was negative, a traumatic event happened. The thing that you're always going to remember is the negative thing in that particular day. And what these researchers also felt saw was that we give more importance to the negative things than the positive ones, and that we tended to dwell on the negative more so than the positive, even if these were experienced in equal components to a positive one. So if you had just as many negative feelings or just as many negative things that happened as positive things, as humans, we tend to really focus on the negative things. I found that to be really fascinating. And when you really dig into the research, it's that we are hardwired to think negative and that we may actually need to work harder to think of positive ones or positive thoughts or positive feelings. 
you know, I don't know if you feel like this, but for so many of us, our brain is automatically going to default and go to a place where you tell yourself, I can't do it. I'm not enough. I'm never going to be able to do it. I'm never going to get what I want. And all of these things take us away from what we really want. Or worse yet, they may even justify why you can't do something and it may keep you from getting what you really desire. And then in turn, this decreases our confidence and takes us away from getting the very thing that we want or or desire. And so I think it's helpful to know that your brain has evolved from a survival mechanism and that in the past, you had these negative thoughts that your brain had, and it was used to help us to survive. And that as we've evolved as humans and gone to a place where there's less physical risk, I would say, than our, you know, our predecessors, that our brain is still in a place where it's not naturally in a default mode to tell you things that are happy and good and positive. And so I don't know. I think that actually might be really freeing because then you realize that there's nothing wrong with you, that you're just human. And this is how a human brain reacts, that you're always going to go to this place of having a negative thought. And then knowing that, you know, I think there can be some empowerment to be like, okay, this is just my brain. It's just the thought. I did a podcast episode, I think, just like a couple episodes about thoughts and feelings. I didn't talk about this idea that our brain naturally defaults to this and that there is a negativity bias and a negativity effect in those episodes. But if you're wanting to know more about the the impact of thoughts and feelings when it comes to the health goals that we do, certainly you can go back and look at those um, episodes and I can leave that in the show notes as well. So one of the reasons why I always like to talk a little bit about you know, negative thoughts, because when our brain is thinking these negative thoughts and we actually believe them, it, it's going to be less likely to achieve our health goals. But we know that there's research that also supports that people that have and maintain really negative thoughts, that there can be an increase in anxiety and depression, Um, There can be a decreased immunity, so you're more at risk for getting sick, and just overall chronic stress, which can lead to chronic diseases that you, you know, that I'm sure most of you um, know somebody who has, like cardiovascular disease or heart disease and things like that. And so, you know, depending on the degree of what you're dealing with, this is when you may be needing to seek out the help of a mental health professional. Which is really easy to say, but I realize in working with different populations, it's not always something that's accepted. So again, this is something that that we can try to normalize that if you need extra help, certainly there are resources out there that hopefully, you know, can help you and to not be judged in it, um, that it can be used to get you to a place that, you know, you're able to kind of monitor and be aware of these negative self thoughts that you may be feeling. So now that we kind of know that there's, there's this idea that we as humans give more bias 
to negative experiences than we do to positive ones. And we know that this is a natural, there is not a natural default to thinking happy and positive thoughts. What do we do about it? You know, what do we do with this knowledge that we say, okay, yeah, I'm having, I don't feel that great. And I'm feeling all these really terrible thoughts. What do we do about it? And it's totally normal. Well, I think Going back to this book, this confidence gap, they will give some examples, but certainly, you know, if you're typing into a search bar, like what do I do with my negative thoughts? There will be other strategies in here. I'm going to talk about a few that I think would probably be helpful, but knowing that all of this, when it comes to our health is personalized. So there may be some things that work for you and there may be things that don't work for you. So it's just trying to take what works for you and disregarding the rest. But one of the things that is probably going to be the most helpful is, okay, so first, you know, now that this is going to be a default for your brain. The next part is really creating awareness about it. So finding the awareness of the thought. So sitting with it so that you can become aware of it and not running away from the discomfort. So for many of us, we have these negative thoughts that flood our brain and it's probably some of the same negative thoughts and it could be thousands and thousands of thoughts a day. I'm not good enough. Who do I think I am? Whatever that thought is for you. And there's a natural tendency to want to run away from it because it's really uncomfortable to think these things. But what's helpful is to know that it's just a thought. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a thought that's running through your head. And the thought may, it it, it probably, it's just a story. It doesn't, it's just a thought. That's it. And in order to really be able to move forward, especially if you find yourself in a place that you're having a really hard time meeting your health goals, knowing what it is that you're thinking about yourself is going to help you to move forward with making the change that you desire. So once you know that that's your brain's mechanism is that it's going to go to a place that it's negative thought, then it's identifying what is the thought I'm having, becoming aware of it. And then the next would be to name it. What is it that I'm, what is, what is the feeling or the thought that I'm thinking? Is it that I'm not good enough? Is it that I can't do it? Is it that I'm not, you know, I'm not skinny enough. I'm too fat. What is it? Cause I know you're telling yourself something and the goal is to create some kind of space or really some kind of detachment away from the thought. So for example, if you're saying something like I'm not good enough. In this book, they talk about this idea of changing that thought to, instead of, I am not good enough, changing it to, I am having a thought that I am not good enough. And so what that does is it creates some detachment from you and the thought. So you're in this place where you're able to know that that thought isn't your identity. It's just a thought. You're not defined by it. It's not true or false. It's just what it is. But you have to be able to be aware of what the thought is before you can really name it. And so again, the goal here is to to recognize what the thought is and then to create some kind of space or detachment or separation from the thought because all of the thoughts that you're having and all the negative thinking are just stories. There's no right or there's no wrong. And this way of detaching yourself from it, you give yourself the space to not become defined by it. So let's think about some of the thoughts that you may be having. 
For you, it might be, I'm not worthy enough. And so you change that to, you know, having this idea of, you know, I am having a thought that I am not worthy enough. So do you see the, I feel like you can probably even feel it like saying like, I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough. There's so much shame in that. But then saying that, like, I'm having a thought that says this is different. It can, it separates you from the actual thought that you're having. And that should hopefully help you in terms of being able to like separate it and see it for what it is. And then the third thing here is to neutralize it. This is what they call it in the book. But, you know, this can be in any way that you want to do it. It's basically trying to figure out how to let that negative thought go instead of holding on to it. That's kind of the idea of it. Um, Some of the strategies that they say to identify, some of the ways they say that helps neutralize it is to visualize the thoughts that you're having. So you've created an awareness about what the thought is. You are able to name it and then really visualizing that thought on a cloud, say, and that you put the thought on the cloud and then let that cloud drift away. Or there's another example that they use in this particular book where it's basically like you put the, you put the thought on a leaf and then you visualize a river and you have the thought on the leaf and then the leaf kind of moves downstream and it flows away. And then another thing, what my therapist used to, my old therapist before he died would say was that all these things that you're thinking about yourself, they're like these thought bubbles over your head and that you don't have to keep them. You can pop them at any time. And so however you feel like would work for you to help neutralize it is something that is unique to you, right? And so it's just this idea that if you are so focused on the negative thoughts, it's going to really not allow you to move forward and create the life that you are desiring. And having those negative thoughts are normal, but we know that they're not helpful. And so this idea of neutralizing it is a way to let them go. And I think that's way easier said than done. Um, Honestly, I think when someone says, oh, you just let it go, just don't, you know, it's like when someone says, oh, you're anxious, just let it go. It's just not that simple. And so even these techniques of like, becoming aware of the thought and naming it and putting it on something, whether it's a leaf that floats downstream or a cloud or in a thought bubble that you pop, it takes practice to actually really let it go. But in talking about this, it's just a way to normalize and to identify that perhaps there's another way and that it's okay to let it go because it's not really based on anything. It's just a story that you've been telling yourself over and over again. And if you know that this is part of the health journey that you're going through, trying to figure out a way that works best for you to let it go. Because again, it's, it's having the anticipation of the obstacle and you know that this is normal for all humans to feel this way and that you're going to automatically go to a negative place. Why not put yourself and set yourself up 
to be in a place that you can know that it's coming and to try to figure out a technique because this is what we're doing is figuring out a technique that works for you so that you can let go of the thought. I don't know that the thought is going to be let go forever, but I suspect And I'm trying to practice this too. So again, like I'm, you know, I'm telling you because I'm learning it and because I'm on this journey with you. And I do feel like when you are more aware of it and you name it, um, that you're able to let it go, but I'm still in the trying to figure out how to let it go phase. And so, um, you know, so anyway, the idea of it is that you can anticipate it and then you can let it go so that you don't have to carry it with you and that it doesn't have to derail you from the health goals that you desire. Um, because again, if we're focusing on the negative thoughts, it's going to be really hard to succeed because you're so focused on the negative thoughts, where if you focus on some of the things that are more positive, or if you're able to just accept that the negative thoughts are there, I think that's probably more doable. Just accept that they're there and then try to figure out ways that you don't have to hold on to them. That probably might be better in terms of just surviving and getting to the goals that you really desire. You're not going to be able to eliminate the negative thoughts, but at least you can have have a strategy that you can help manage them so they're not overtaking your life and that you feel like you have no control over them. It's also reminding yourself that so much of the results that you have or the stories that you tell yourselves are, you know, they're either going to take you away and reduce your power or they're going to give you some power and they're going to empower you to move forward with your goals and to take action. So that's why negative, having these negative, um, this thinking, negative thinking and holding on to it can be really difficult because it can help you not, it can just hinder you from moving forward. So just kind of as a recap, just knowing that your mind will automatically tell you negative things and it's called the negativity bias or the negativity effect. And that the idea is to really get to a place that you can disassociate from any of those thoughts that maybe you don't find useful. And to use techniques such as becoming aware of the thought, naming the thought, and then letting the thought go. And some of the strategies that were discussed in this particular book, and again, if you need additional strategies, certainly seek out the help, the help of a mental health professional, would be to say, instead of saying, hey, I'm so dumb, I'm so this, that you then go back and you say, hey, I'm noticing I'm having the thought that I'm so dumb, whatever it is you're having it. Um you know, and then visualize however that works for you, the thought. So either have the thought on a leaf and let it drift down a stream away from you and, you know, or whether it's to have those little thought bubbles and have them pop, knowing that it might be easier just to kind of let them diffuse and to just to know that they're normal and that you don't have to fight with them, that you can just start to give them less power because then over time you're going to be at a place that you're going to have more confidence because you're going to know that that's something that is going to happen and you're going to be better prepared to be able to figure it out. If you've had any ways that you've dealt with your negative thoughts that you thought was helpful, please share them with me. You can head on over to, um, 
on Instagram, I'm at Whole Health Empower, or you can always send me an email at info at trishard.com. I want to remind you that this journey to health, wellness, and self-care is just that. It's a journey. It takes time. It's not achieved in a day. It's practicing things over and over and over and over and over and over again, and sometimes having success and sometimes feeling like you completely failed. And that that's totally normal, that there is not just a one line from, you know, feeling terrible to having a to having a great day, that there's many different options and there's many different varieties of what health looks like to people and what the, um, what the journey looks like. It's different for everybody. And that, you know, one thing that you can do today, I think is just really figuring out what negative self thoughts that you tell yourself and having acceptance that that's totally normal because then that can help you move forward onto the next step, which is naming it and trying to figure out how to let it go or to have less of an impact in your life that you can anticipate it. So I will see you guys back here next week. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next week. Bye guys.